It's about to get uncomfortable. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, Celebrity Book Edition, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Bella the Brave, by Rebel Wilson, illustrated by Annabelle Tempest, published by Lothian Children's Books. For those who don't know Rebel Wilson, she's an Australian actress, comedian, and singer. She got her start in Australia acting on the SBS series called Pizza, whatever that is. In 2010, she moved to LA and signed with an agency, where shortly after, she landed a role in the film Bridesmaids. And then she landed a role on the hit Comedy Central show, Workaholics. Since then, she has starred in many movies, and is probably best known for her role as Fat Amy in the Pitch Perfect film series, where she's won two MTV Movie Awards and a Teen Choice Award. Her most recent role was starring in the Netflix movie, Senior Year. Didn't catch that one. But beside the point, this girl's been in a lot. And her success story has been inspiring to many. And she's had to deal with some critics along the way. And that includes going from being morbidly obese to losing a shit ton of weight. And having to deal with miserable, hateful people mad at her for getting healthy. Yep, she's had to deal with some critics. And today, I'll try not to be one of them. But we'll see. Now... As for her book, Bella the Brave, it's a rather obscure read. And by that, I mean we had a hard time finding this one. Which makes no sense, considering how big Rebel Wilson is. But we'll seek to find out why it is through this review. Bella the Brave is a tale about a shy little girl. She has anxiety about being in front of people. Yeah, that's what shy is. I apologize for being so redundant. Bella's shyness happens to hold her back from accomplishing her goals. Her mom happens to notice this and takes her to a place that she believes will fix her daughter's problems. Will mom help her daughter snap out of her fears? Or will this place traumatize Bella, causing her to never want to leave her room again? Well, I hope you're an extrovert, because I'm not. Grab your books if you got them. And let's get cooking. We open on this relatable fact about Bella. Quote, Bella was shy to the point where she'd cry. When invited to a party, she'd often lie. End quote. That's not shy. That's normal. I do the same thing when I'm invited to a party. I cry and then quickly make up an excuse not to go. Ah, shit. I got invited to Dan's birthday party. Do I get him a gift? No, I'm not a child. Do I just bring beer that no one likes? Or champagne? That's way too pretentious. What am I saying? I don't want to waste money on this fool. I met him in improv class two months ago. I got it. Uh, hi Dan. Thanks for the invite, but I don't think I can make it. You see, I'm sleeping with your sister. 
It'd be kind of awkward, don't you think? You don't have a sister? Well, then I'm sleeping with your wife. You're into that kind of thing? Shit. Yeah, I can bring wine. See you at seven. We see Bella sitting in class, and we learn she's not the most outgoing classmate. Apparently, she never answers questions, while all the other kids are eager to. Who says that's because she's shy? More likely, she didn't do her work, and she knows she's a terrible boo-shitter. We go back in time when Bella was younger, and when people came up to her, she would just hide behind her mom. Huh. I still do that now at bars. I just hide behind my buddy. Could you make some room at the bar? I'm trying to get a drink. Who said that? Quick, Drew. Take care of it. Who said what? Oh, sure. I'll make some room. I'm sure you're wondering, what did Bella do if she wouldn't talk to people? Would she just sit around meditating all day? Well, a monk she was not. Quote, Bella spent all her time with her favorite toy, and she spent every afternoon spying on her neighbor, a boy. End quote. She's a real sicko. This little pervert needs to find something a little more productive than that. On a side note, I think there was a couple of typos that weren't caught in there, because Rebel threw some U's in there that weren't needed. Either that, or the Aussies completely screwed up the English language. I'm not putting that past him. But let's get back to the story. Quote, Deep down, Bella knew something was missing. There were many things inside her that she just wasn't expressing. End quote. Obsessing much? She wants that boy so bad, she needs him. And she doesn't know how to get him. This is a recipe for disaster. I'm starting to fear for this boy's life. If I can't have you, then no one can. We then learn that Bella has an uber-confident sister named Stella, who just so happens to steal all the attention, all the time. And Stella would put on shows. No, I'm serious. She would perform in front of a crowd to get as much attention as she could. I hate people like this. Give some other people a chance, would ya? Jeez. Not everything's about you. She sounds like a real Meghan Merkel. She just keeps finding ways to keep the attention on her. When Stella was around, Bella wanted badly to join in on the fun, but she would just shrink into the corner of the room in fear like an improviser watching his troop bomb a scene. Oh boy, I'm not getting in this one. To put a stop to this fear, Bella's mom takes her on a ride. Oh no, she's shipping her off to boarding school so she doesn't have to deal with Bella's problems and they can pretend that Stella's their only child. So sad. Where does mom and Stella end up? Why, it's the church. And they hear singing... No way. Mum's actually going through with it. This is how supervillains are made. Bella is so nervous about what's going on that she was about to throw up. So she latches herself to the car, and her mum has to yank her off of it and drag her to the church. This is so brutal, I can hardly watch. 
we break from the struggle to learn that sometimes mums know best. And as it turns out, Bella wanted to be in the school play, but the teacher didn't pick her. Can you blame her? And we see that mum's actually taking her to an all-girls choir. Whew, that's a relief. So she's not disposing of her daughter. She's getting her singing lessons so she can gain the skills needed to be in the play. That or being able to sing songs about her abandonment. When they get inside, the whole choir stops singing and starts to stare at Bella. This is her nightmare! She starts to feel butterflies. Oh no, she's gonna faint. Then the director asks her her name, and she tells him it's her sister's name, Stella. Classic. Now if she screws up or does something horribly embarrassing, everyone will think it was Stella. So the director asks her if she can sing, and Bella takes this ruse one step further. She decides she's going to do what her sister does and put on star sunglasses to look like a buffoon. And then she tells the director she can sing and hops in the choir. Even after her shaky start, all the girls were very encouraging to her. And finally she starts to get the hang of it and really belts them out. Like 50 Cent after he chucked his microphone at a fan. What do you know though? After a while, the girls catch on to the whole Stella ruse. And they call her out for it. But Bella plays victim and says she was nervous. Wouldn't you put the blame on your sister if you could? And the girls are like, yeah, that makes sense. We then learn that Bella still struggles with being outgoing. And that's okay. When it's not okay is when it stops you from achieving your goals. And guess what? The next school play, she got the lead. I bet Stella was happy about that. And Bella thanks her mom for getting her out of her comfort zone and forcing her to go to choir whether she liked it or not. How nice. Bella lets us know that the butterflies will always be there, but she doesn't care because they're beautiful. And butterflies are free to fly. Fly away. Hi away. Bye bye. Sorry, I'm no Rebel Wilson. Belle and John just seemed right there. What's the moral to this hardback? Rebel wants us to know that getting butterflies and being nervous is a natural experience. And we can choose to cocoon away, which will hinder our whole life. Or we can choose to get out of our comfort zone and use those butterflies to achieve new heights. And who better than Rebel to tell us that? She puts herself out there almost every day. And is highly entertaining when she does it, I might add. What do I think of Rebel's work? Well, for being a comedian, it wasn't funny. But it didn't have to be. I'm just saying, I thought it would be. Now, as for her moral, I thought that was great. It wasn't this over-the-top cliche, you-be-you crap that we get in so many books these days. It was a real-life scenario that we could all learn from. So kudos for that. And the fact that she wrote it with every line having a rhyme, I give her even more props. I would say some of it seemed to ramble, and if she trimmed the fat a little, she would have something great here. As for Annabelle's illustrations, they were verging on stock celebrity pictures. 
but they did look hand-drawn, so that saved them. Though, they weren't anything to write home about. But with all that being said, I can't figure out why this one is so hard to find. It was a decent read to me. So, if you're looking to break out of your shell, pick this one up. But if you don't have a mum to force you, you may be shit out of luck. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.9. I'll have a taste, push it around to make it look like I ate it, and go back for several more bites. But I'm leaving when someone asks me too many questions. Can't you leave me alone? This goose is cooked. Celebrity Book Edition. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.